0: You are listening to the Mentally Strong Choice Mapping Podcast. I am Dr. B, a doctoral prepared psychiatric mental health nurse practitioner with over 20 years of clinical experience. However, my real expertise comes from having experienced unimaginable hardship. As a result, I created Choice Mapping, a cognitive behavioral approach. Listen and learn how choice mapping makes you mentally stronger. Hi. I'm dr b psychiatric nurse practitioner today i'm going to be talking about three signs that you're ready to take control of your addiction the first is acknowledging the complexity of addiction um, and then the first picture i have here is kind of these stepping stones or the stones involved in this this complexity of addiction so if you see there at the top um, personal choice. We always talk about addiction kind of being a choice, and even our culture kind of puts that responsibility on the person. Um, but there's so many other factors in addiction. So we also have there the biology of reward, untreated mental um, health issues, learned behavior, environment, and even genetics. And I'm going to go into you know some of those. But the first, the personal choice, we need to um, kind of evaluate that. Um, Evaluate the source of that, where the triggers are, what is your benefit, we call benefit analysis. What are you gaining personally from um, keeping that addiction? And so that is part of acknowledging the complexity. Uh, Another big piece is the biology of reward. This is actually a biological thing that begins in the brain when you become addicted to something. And um, the next slide actually shows you a picture of the brain. Um, a normal brain, and then a a brain of an addicted person. And if you see those circular loop, this is an indication of what we call the dopamine loop system. So dopamine is your um, neurotransmitter that's involved in um, reward. It's involved in attention, concentration, energy. And when you are addicted to a substance, and the stronger the substance, the more um, difficult this becomes, in uh, affecting that loop. So for example, you have the, in the inner brain, you have your drive, your learned behavior, and your memory. Um, but the tr- control is all the way up in the prefrontal cortex. So if you see in a normal brain, that dopamine loop goes very far up into the prefrontal cortex, causing um, or allowing you to have control. The more you use a substance that you are addicted to, the um, more the reward and the learned behavior and the memory are stimulated and the, that loop gets smaller, okay? So it, it becomes harder and harder to control that addiction. And it's harder and harder to find other things that release dopamine because you, you um, are giving an immediate reward with um, some of these substances. So the biology of reward happens um, in all addiction, even minor addictions like sugar, but the the loop doesn't get small fast, right? So with the stronger um, drugs like meth and heroin, that loop will um, get very small very fast because the reward and the dopamine flooding happens um, so quickly and and such a biologically strong uh, thing that's going on there. So those are two main things, right? Complexity when we talk about your personal choice and then the biology of what's occurring in your brain. Well, what about untreated mental health concerns, right? If you are depressed, if you have bipolar or some other mental health uh, condition and you're not treating that, it becomes very, very difficult to actually abstain from substances because your, your brain um, needs some sort of balance, right? So if you think about depression, Depression is, by theoretically, low neurotransmission. If you are using a substance that is flooding your brain with neurotransmission, when you don't use that substance, you're actually depleting it even more and more, right? So even if you are already depressed, you are creating more depression. So uh, super important to identify and get treatment for any mental health concerns. Um, Learn behavior is another thing if we go back to those uh, stones uh, the original pictures of the stones the personal choice biology reward untreated mental health concerns, then learn behavior. Maybe you were raised in a household that used substances, or you have learned that this is actually an effective coping mechanism. We would um, consider it maladaptive. It's not good for you. It's not um, going to help you long-term, but the reality is is that um, sometimes these substances help you in the moment right? And so you learn that this is effective. So we have to kind of retrain our brain um, in that aspect as well. And then you have environment. Sometimes this environment is of your control and some of times it is not, right? So if you are young and you are living in, in a household that, that um, is very stressful, uh, maybe dangerous, um, or you're homeless living on the street and you, you um, aren't don't feel safe, right? These are things that the environment are contributing to your ability to choose to be sober. And then the very last, actually smallest aspect is genetics right so you know supposedly we can't change genetics but it's really only a small piece of your addiction and you can overcome it's just a predisposition to addiction it is not a um, disease state okay so that's a lot of information just in this first thing of understanding the complexity of addiction and that um, there's many components that you have to address Okay, it's not just about willpower. Uh, the second thing that I want you to, to acknowledge is that um, you have qualities. So depending on how long you've kind of been wrapped up in your addiction, uh, you might only know that as your qualities. You may have um, burned bridges with your family. You may be known as an addict. Um, and I just challenge you today to remember who you were before your addiction Figure out who you are without your addiction. Okay, so that depending on the time span from when you started your addiction to now, um, it might be very difficult to figure out who you are without that addiction. Um, But I challenge you that that is an important piece to know um, is to who you are without that addiction and identify who you want to become and and that's where choice mapping comes in we we talk about personal vision so it's not just about oh I want to be sober from this addiction right it's who do I want to be what kind of person um, not just you know what kind of job or what kind of um, uh, thing you want to do but what kind of relationships do you want to have what kind of person do you want to be um, and those are important in figuring out who you are. So the first one is acknowledging the complexity of addiction, and the second is acknowledging that you have qualities and that you have a purpose outside of your addiction. Um, and then the last, and um, unfortunately, the reality is, is that it is hard work. Um, again, it's not just about willpower. You have to, you know, look at that big complexity, and you have to address each and every. One of those stones, and so again, we use choice mapping for this. We we sit down and we say, okay, what are what are the emotions around this? What is some of the psychology things that have come up as you identify um, your addiction? And we map those things out. And where did they come from? Where are the core connections? What are the triggers that are causing you to relapse? And we identify those. We identify triggers, grief, trauma. Unfortunately, so many people struggling with addiction are also victims of trauma. And we must, must, must process and learn to move forward from trauma. Um, Otherwise, we're really just self-medicating with our addiction. Um, Anxiety. uh, Oftentimes, people are self-medicating their anxiety with things that are CNS depressants like alcohol. Again, behaviors and choices, we know that that um, there is a, per, a large personal choice around addiction and you can choose to not use your addiction, but you need other coping skills around that too. Um, you need to forgive yourself. And again, coming up with that, that personal vision, creating a plan around all of those components that we talked about in the complexity, right? A plan to choose to be sober, okay? One of the things, one of the most popular <clears throat> addiction treatments or self-help is AA and NA. It has helped millions of people, right? Uh, there's two things about this program that I do not like. One, the first one is that they say um, the first step is to acknowledge that you have you are powerless over your addiction. And I challenge you that that is the opposite of the truth. You have the power to uh, not use your addiction, right? Yes, I I believe that um, there is a higher power and that God can help you in that strength, but not for one minute do I want you to believe that you don't have power, okay? And then the other thing that I don't like about that program in particular is that you could go years sober from your addiction and you have one relapse and you're starting over. And I completely disagree with that. If you go back to the slide with the brain and how to heal that dopamine loop system, so the longer you are sober from your addiction, the loop begins to heal itself and you have more and more and more control, right? We talked about the loop coming up to the prefrontal cortex. The longer you're sober, the more control you have, the more you have healed that dopamine loop. And so one relapse does not create... The, the loop to to shrink back to its original size when you were actively in your addiction. So just know that if you relapse, forgive yourself. Know that that year, or two, or more that you were sober means a lot in the healing of your brain and a lot in the learned coping skills and the growth that you had during that period. Forgive yourself and um, just get right back into your sobriety. Um, in that biological component, depending on the substance that you're addicted to, there's medication-assisted treatments, right? We have Suboxone for heroin addiction. We have um, uh, Vivitrol for uh, both heroin and opioid addiction, as well as alcohol. We think that it could also possibly uh, help with other kinds of addictions because we believe that all addiction somehow um, is associated with the op- opioid um, reward. So if you feel like you need help with this, the biological component, please um, seek out a doctor in your area that does that kind of treatment. And um, the psychology, we talked about, you know, using choice mapping or getting, getting help around that. Okay. So again, those three things, if you are ready, acknowledging the complexity of your addiction, acknowledging your personal qualities and purpose, And acknowledging that this is going to be hard work, but you can do it. You are mentally strong. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information about choice mapping, visit our website, www.mentallystrong.com. And remember, choice mapping makes you mentally stronger.